Welcome to Shortcuts to Mastery. I'm your host, Maria Henning, and in my universe, life is for growth and time is for bending. So hop in, my friend, buckle up, and let's get into it. All right, friend, welcome back. We are doing the Venus sequence in this episode. And so if you haven't heard yet, there are going to be two other episodes on the other two sequences of the gene keys. The first one is episode eight on the activation sequence, and the next one will be episode 10 on the pearl sequence. So we're right in the middle. If you're listening to these in order, then you're halfway through uh, or about to be halfway through once you get over the middle point of this podcast episode. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to give you a breakdown of the Venus sequence. So as a quick recap, I highly recommend listening to the activation sequence episode because it's going to give you a breakdown of just the whole like description of what even are the sequences and and what does that even mean and what are we doing here so definitely listen to that did a great intro on that but as a quick recap essentially the sequences are one of the tools of contemplation of the gene keys which the the sequences what that tool is is that it gives us a personalized path to our self-illumination our personalized three-part hero's journey to spiritual awakening and in this one we are looking at relationships as a spiritual path and so if you heard the activation sequence episode you heard me talk about these being your four prime gifts and the um you know what's another way to describe them like these these the the four cardinal areas of your life that are going to activate your personal genius and your personal purpose and it's a very personal path you know it's about the self as a spiritual path and so when we get into the venus sequence it really stands on the pillars of those four prime gifts of the genius sequence by testing your capacity to embody your highest frequency self through your relationships And then you can impact the larger community and make money for it or make money from it, which is the pearl sequence. And so it's important to be able to do this middle sequence. I often joke with my audience that a lot of us skip it. I was really like, whatever. I just want to know about me and I want to know about money and I want to know about business. And it's like, well, great. But the missing link in between you and business or you and money is relationships. And that is the, the journey of the Venus sequence. And so... I've particularly fallen in love with this. I don't know if it's my line to evolution of relationships or my core wound and vocation of relationships, but I just find it to be so important and it's really been one that I have enjoyed getting into. So let's talk about this second step to self-illumination and I'll have a post link for you below, uh, which gives you a visual and some of these words in like a written form that I created and yeah, and then what else to say about that in the show notes there'll be further free trainings and things like that if you want more visuals but the post is a really great place to start but yes so the second step of self-illumination is really the opening of your heart via transforming any pattern that blocks your ability to lead with love and stand firmly in your core stability we just left the activation sequence which is all about staying committed and grounded in your core stability staying true to who you are at your core and that you being yourself is the only way in which we can get anything of value out of the Venus sequence. If you're, I mean, that's not necessarily true in the sense of like, yeah, if you're pretending to be someone else, you know, then you go back and you'll have, you know, some lessons to learn through those relationships where you're pretending to be someone else. But I don't know, I really feel like it's like the best 
the best and and greatest path for growth using relationships as that spiritual path for growth is if you're being yourself and and getting real feedback and not on like you know who you're pretending to be if that makes any sense so little bird's eye view of the venus sequence is actually the longer one of the three so or the longest one rather um, both the activation sequence and the pearl sequence just have four spheres but the venus sequence has six so there's two more extras in here which again just shows you how important it is and there's five pathways between them and the main keynotes of this sequence is stuff that relates to the heart, relationships, healing. We're going to do some inner child healing, some some con- some, some subconscious work. <laughs> um and yeah, it's all it's all if you look at it too in the pathway, it's like it's in the core, it's in the center of the pathway, it's in the center of the golden path. And so we're really doing some some deep heart work here, which is really cool. So we start again at the sphere of purpose and it actually has the same name across the two um the two sequences. Later, when we get to the pearl sequence, you'll see that some of the same spheres have different names in the pearl sequence. But in the Venus sequence, we have this sphere of purpose, which is the same sphere of purpose of the activation sequence. But now we have a different look at it and the line keynotes mean something different. So we're still looking at your unconscious earth placement. And now we're looking at this being not just like the core of who you are, but it's also the bridge between our physical life, which is the activation sequence, and our emotional life, which is the Venus sequence. This is actually our primary purpose in relationships. And the line keynotes are going to be a contemplation on our behavioral patterns in relationships, on the good ones and the shadow ones. And so let's take a look at the six lines of purpose. We have line one. So again, we're looking at the unconscious earth line. So five ones or four ones. We have this loner to anchor archetype. So we're going to start with the shadow and then move to the gift. So shadow being the loner gift being the anchor. Line twos, we have this accuser to natural archetype. Line threes, we have this escape artist to adventurer archetype. Line fours go from, oh, I wrote adventurer in this post, but it's actually um, politician to nurturer. Line fives, we have victim to leader. And then line sixes, we have this judge to visionary archetype. So there's this this thing in the Venus sequence, which is not only is it longer in terms of the spheres, but there's also much more depth within the lines. So there's like shadows in the lines that we weren't seeing before in the activation sequence. And this is the first place that we see that there is a shadow state to the way you are in relationships. And then there's also a gift state between the way that you are and your behavioral patterns in relationships. And so this is really the, the it's like a doubling down on, are you going to be authentic to who you are before you can move on to the rest of the path? And the next one is the sphere of attraction. And we navigate this pathway called Dharma because it's Dharma is purpose. And the question here is, are you going to commit to your purpose? And then when we get to the sphere of attraction, it really is, well, now we're going to draw in those people. It's this attractor field that draws our people to us according to our dharma and karma, karma being the next pathway. The sphere of attraction is really a fun one. There's a lot that I've been contemplating with this. Um, it's the con- it's a contemplation on our sexuality, on our magnetism, on our chemistry and more. And it's the human design placement of the unconscious moon. So think magnetism of like the moon pulling the tides of the earth. And my attraction is Gene Key 59, which the city of that is transparency. And something that I've been again not like super intent I guess intentional yeah sure like I've been intentional about but it's mostly like I've just leaned into my own nature of being as transparent as possible and if you've heard 
my other podcast episodes so far, you've heard me tell you how much I pay in rent, how much I make, uh, vulnerability of like sharing so transparently online, telling you my whole life story in the first episode. Um, it is something that I'm intentional about, but like I was saying, it's not that I'm like trying to be, it's just that like, I'm just letting myself be that, that transparent. And the more transparent I am, the more I attract the right people to me at the right time. If that transparency is, is authentic. And for me, it is. Um, and so curious to hear what gene key is in your attraction, what gene key makes you the most attractive to the right people at the right time. The line keynotes are going to show us these sexual shadows and sexual gifts. And each shadow is going to create a state of agony and each gift creates a state of ecstasy. So there's like four keynotes per line, which is just like a lot. Um, I won't get into all the keynotes, but we'll just leave it at the sexual shadows and gifts. I'll, I'll give you some teasers of the other ones. It's just like a lot. So line ones, again, looking at the line of your unconscious moon, we go from sterility to fertility. Those are the sexual shadows or the sexual shadow and gift transformation. And the state of sterility leads to a state of, or the shadow of sterility leads to a state of agony of emptiness, feeling empty. And the sexual gift of fertility leads to a state of ecstasy of wholeness. So like you can hear me tripping over my words because it's just so many words in the lines of attraction, but um, I'll move through the rest of them and then I'll share some of, a little bit about mine uh, or my line. So we have line one, we move from a shadow of sterility to the gift of fertility. Line twos move from a shadow of lust to a gift of passion. Line threes move from a state of promiscuity to a gift of playfulness. Line fours move from a shadow of frigidity to the gift of romance. Line fives go from entrapment to sex, uh, to sensuality, which is what I am. And line sixes move from disappointment to innocence. And so again, these are our sexual shadows and gifts. And mine is entrapment and sensuality. And the shadow of entrapment leads to a state of, what is it, uh, manipulative and then the sexual gift of sensuality leads to a state of mastery. You can hear the word mastery again all over my chart. And I just had this very interesting, um, I had, I recently had a really interesting interaction that, that shed even more light on my um, line five, you know, power, essentially energy of my sexuality. So, and, and if you are hearing, I have a quite sexual sexuality. It's like my the gift of attraction, or sorry, like the gene key that is in there is 59, which is the gate of sexuality. And then we have line five, which is the gift of sensuality. So, and mastery in that. But yeah, line five is all about like power. And I just recently, I, I've been contemplating this attraction a lot, like I was saying with the transparency and, 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 but not so much the line. But then as I was at a town with a friend of mine, we were chatting and, you know, we were talking about how different we are in relationships and she is more open to like flirting and not being super clear about the boundaries of the relationship in the sense of like, are we together? Are we not? I don't know. Oh, whatever. Like I'm talking to this person, I'm talking to that person. And for me, I'm like very intense about like, what is it that we're doing? Right. That's the transparency, the honesty of attraction. It's like, like, are we together? Are we not? Like, what is it? Like, I'm super, I want to be as clear as possible about the, the boundary and I'm super intense. <laughs> um, and then, uh, she asked me, she was like, well, don't you think that like flirting is fun? And I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, wait, well, hang on flirting is fun if I feel like I have the power. And that was just such a like 
slapped to the face of like my attraction. It's like all about power. And at a shadow level, it's really manipulative and I feel trapped, right? That's the, sh- the state of entrapment or the shadow of entrapment feeling manipulative or feeling manipulated by power. But it can also be a state of feeling really masterful and really powerful in that certain area. So anyway, it was just really funny to see how that showed up. So quick little insight on a recent contemplation of mine with the with the gene key of attraction or the sphere of attraction rather. Uh, but yeah, that's the second, that's the second sphere. So we go from like, be yourself. Now we're going to attract people to you according to your dharma and karma. That's that next pathway, karma. And then we get to the, the four, the, like the next four, which kind of all go together. We have this IQ, EQ, SQ core, which is the next four spheres. And so we're essentially looking at those spheres as like energies either in service of the openness of our heart or not and so with the iq looking at the intelligence quotient we're looking at the role our mind has in service of the openness of our heart we're really looking at our unconscious patterns of thinking so like it's kind of it's it's funny because like we look at the human design chart and we see like the ajna center as like a place to look at the mind but the Gene Keys has that for you too. Look at the sphere of IQ as like your mind. And so this is the conscious Venus placement and the line keynotes are really going to show us our psychology and our mind. And so we have these six lines. Again, we have shadows and gifts. We have like wounded shadow pattern versions of our mind and then like high frequency mind archetypes. And so look at the line of your conscious Venus. The line one is either contemplative or it's a hidden mind. Line twos are either brilliant or provocative minds. Line threes are either flexible or evasive minds. Line fours are either influential or inflexible minds. Line fives are either practical or they can be defensive minds. And then I'm a line six, so I'm either objective, like the the objective mind, or absent. And so it's really helpful to, it's been really helpful for me to play with this keynote as a person that's really interested in subconscious mind reprogramming and like what are my limiting beliefs and how does my mind work how does and literally how is my mind in service of the openness of my heart and you know I have a 38.6 here and so there's this energy of my mind being a fighter being uh you know a perseverer and also being objective which is the line six so really fun keynote to play with with that from there we navigate the pathway of intelligence which is the a challenge in relationships over to the sphere of EQ, which is the role our emotions have in service of the openness of our heart. And this is a measure of our emotional intelligence. This is imprinted by your conscious Mars placement, um, which for me is also a 38. <laughs> and the line keynotes are going to show us your ideology or your emotions. And so there's six lines here. Again, we have a shadow and a gift. And so for, and it's going to show you like, you know, for the shadows show you these forces that undermine your core stability and the gifts are the way in which you can be emotionally intelligent and so for line ones again look at the line of your conscious mars we have going we go from self-sabotage to self-esteem line twos go from aggression to courtesy line threes go from apathy to sympathy line fours go from meanness to kindness line fives which is me go from disrespect to respect And then line sixes go from alienation to reverence. And so it's a really great, again, we we don't have a, we don't have centers in the gene keys, but, you know, we kind of just looked at our 
EQ or which is our emotional center almost you could say um and then we have the IQ which is like the mind and so we're looking at how our mind and emotions play together when it comes to relationships from there we navigate this pathway called love um, which feels like a breakthrough over to the SQ which is the spiritual quotient it's actually the source of our love and open-heartedness you can see that it's actually the center of the entire chart and it's the highest most innocent expression of our heart and that is our unconscious Venus so you can see again, it's like Venus values. Yeah, sure. But it's like your mental values and your spiritual values, you could say, in the jinkies. Um, and this is a really fun one to contemplate. There's, um, This is one of the ones that is a little harder to, can be, can feel a little hard to unlock because it feels so abstract, but that's actually the whole purpose of it. It's the SQ. It's a spiritual quotient. It should feel abstract. And the line keynotes are going to be slightly abstract, but also really practical. We have our mythology or the qualities of consciousness that our developing child needed because there's a lot of, um, we didn't get into it, but there's a lot of like looking at the stages of development in the Venus sequence um, and doing some inner child healing. And so the SQ is going to look at some of the qualities of consciousness that we needed as kids while we were developing. And so again, look at the line of your unconscious Venus. We have line ones being certainty, needing rhythm and routine. Line twos of freedom, needing wildness and boundaries. Line three, which is me, needing pleasure, adventure and understanding. Line fours of belonging, needing kinship and community. Line five of mentoring, needing role models with integrity and line six of patience needing time and space. So look back at your past when you were a kid and, and and take a look and see if these things feel true. Did you, you know, like me as a line three, did you really need that adventure and to feel understood and to feel like life was pleasurable? That's how you can start to unlock these keynotes for yourself. And again, of course, if you want to go really deep with this, definitely join the master key or you can even book a reading with me if that feels good. All of that will be linked below. Um, for, for readings, just DM me. Um, uh, sometimes they're open, sometimes they're not. And then finally, we have this last pathway of realization, which leads us to the sphere of our core, a doubling down on core stability. And the way we double down on that core stability is we look at our core wound, which is the sphere of core. It's the it's the most challenging placement for us, the, the biggest pain. And it then becomes our greatest creative impulse, but it's born out of the transformation of our greatest and deepest pain. And this uh, placement is your unconscious Mars in the, in the human design system. And to look at the lines of that, when we look at the line keynotes, we're going to look at six archetypes of the human wound and these six archetypes of the medicine. So we have these six lines of core. We have the line one being the wound of repression healed through the medicine of honesty. Line twos are the wound of denial healed through the medicine of ease. Line threes, wound of shame, which is me, by the way. <laughs> healed through the medicine of humor line four is being the wound of rejection healed through the medicine of gentleness line five's wound of guilt healed through the medicine of forgiveness and then line six's wound of separation healed through the medicine of care and there's so much to get into with this i mean we're i literally just casually dropped hey man this is like your biggest like you know core wound the most challenging thing of your life but it really is that case and so Look, look at that keynote that's there for me again, or, or the key that, that is there for me. It's the it's 44, the the uh, romantic relationships, not romantic rather, but karmic relationships. And so 
when you heard me say earlier, like my wound of relationships, here it is. Gene key 44.3 relationships and shame are the wounds. And then we have this gift uh, of humor or the, or the medicine of humor. And altogether, you know, we get this incredible pathway. I know I kind of sped through it because that's what the, the purpose of these uh, little podcast episodes are about. But we have this incredible pathway going from, okay, here's who you are at your core. That's purpose. Now we're going to attract the right people that are going to be the spiritual containers or the classrooms for your spiritual growth, for looking at relationships as a spiritual path. And then we're going to un- unpick this wounding through the mind through your emotions and through the spirit until we actually get to that core wound. And so it's a really healing sequence. It's it's really heart opening. That's actually the whole purpose. I, I said that like organically, but that is like literally what it's called is like opening the heart. Um, and it's been wonderful when I do readings for folks with this. There's so many aha moments. And I find that this one in particular with the way that the Gene Keys folks teach them or when people come to me just from having read the books like there's so much confusion um with and I actually find that it's the simplest one (laughs) um but it took I also felt that it was really confusing um back in the day and then as I went through them it all felt very like the lines feel very um uh synchronistic I guess or in harmony like I understand it so much more than the other two and it feels really clear to me like here's who you are here's how you attract and get what you want here's how your mind works here's how your emotions work here's how your spirit works and here's the pain and so it feels really clear to me but most people come to me in my sessions and they're pretty confused as to what the heck's going on and then we can clear that up uh, through the Venus sequence and like I was saying it's really important to go through this one because you can't get into the pearl sequence and start sharing your gifts with everyone else if you can't you know know who you are in relationships and know how you attract and know the way in which your mind is sabotaging you or your emotions are sabotaging you it's like or in general it's like if you're not living with an open heart if we get even more to that side of the teachings it's like living with an open heart and living and creating from your core how is your business or how is your soul-led career really going to be like the best place for growth for you if it's not you from being this open-hearted as you live and create so really important to go through the venus sequence if you want to go through it together you can like i was saying you can dm me for a reading but if you want to know how to read these charts if you're curious again how to read doesn't mean that you need to start a business, you know, doing, doing this in, um, in your life. It's not about that. It's just, do you want to have the skill to read Gene Keys charts? Are you an aspiring Gene Keys reader? Yes. Do you want that business? Or do you want to add that skill to your tool belt? If you have another kind of service that you're offering, maybe human design or astrology readings, you want to add Gene Keys to that, or maybe you're a coach of some kind and you want to add masterful Gene Keys interpretation to your offers? Or do you just want to know how to read your own chart and maybe the chart of the people closest to you? You want to have this as a personal life skill. Then you're going to want to join my Gene Keys Reader Training, The Master Key, which is closing this Friday, October 13th. Super excited for this. It's going to be fucking amazing. Again, this is the first live round, which closes right now on October 13th, 2023. But if you're listening to this in the future, just use the same link below. You'll see whether there's a live round open right now or if there's a master uh, master list or if there's a wait list option available. And when you sign up for the wait list, you'll be the first to hear about the next time that the course opens for a live round 
and you'll also get to have first dibs pricing and all the juicy bonuses that come from being on the wait list. So your waiting is not for naught. <laughs> but yeah, let me know how this landed for you. Feel free to use the post that I linked below to comment your thoughts or send me a DM on Instagram at henning or post it on your stories with any takeaways and tag me and I can repost you. But I'm curious if you've gone through the Venus sequence. I'm curious if you've had the experience of feeling super confused, like I was saying before, or if it feels really clear. And that is it. I will see you in the next one, which is the Pearl Sequence, episode 10. And then after that, we'll hang out some other time. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you next time. All right, my friend, thanks for joining me on another ride aboard the Shortcuts to Mastery spaceship. You can get started on your human design and jinkies journey with me today for free by going to mariahenning.com slash chart, which is linked below. If you're a visuals lover, as well as an audiophile, then definitely join the party over on Instagram at bymariahenning for lots of fun and beautiful educational content. And to tag me in the stories with the episodes you listen to so I can repost you. And of course, if you're here, you know it totally rocks for podcasts to receive great ratings. So if you're feeling warm and fuzzy and want to share, I'd be eternally grateful. I can't wait to connect again. Thanks for being here. And until next time, here's to everything going easier, better, and faster than expected.